you'd like to contact the show, send us an email at liveonfourlegspodcast at gmail.com or follow us on any of our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, at liveonfourlegspodcast and on Twitter, at liveonfourlegspod. Previously on Pearl Jam Program Championship Edition. Bro, one vote for Jeremy. <laughs> one? I do not have Jeremy. <laughs> oh, no! Bro. Recording. Is this? Do we need to finish this? Even Flow is like the epitome of Mike McCready and Stone Gossard on guitar, and it got trashed. It's trash. It's trash. Yeah. I'll remember this later, gentlemen. Be mad at us that we didn't put Even Flow oh. or Jeremy in the top ten. That's fine. <laughs> oh my God! I'm glad I'm not playing. You have it. Oh yes. Thank God. Oh, thank God. Yeah, because, because you, you, you just accused me of a second ago voting for Super Gat. <laughs> no, how do you not have immortality? Joey. Set it off. Dude. <laughs> and if you guys pass on inside job, you're all assholes. All right. Just so I'm just clear, like I'm going to bite, scratch, and claw for that to go to pretend. We'll see how it goes. It was really hard. What? About watch yourself. It was really hard not to take both Go and Animal. It's in. We can drop binaural if we put stay low and trust in. We're trading now? (laughs) We got it. Let's put it this way. I will fight to the death to make sure Ledbetter does not make it to the final 10. Trash! Trash! Hey everybody now, welcome to Live on Four Legs Definitive Live Pearl Jam Podcast and If you're used to the show, then you know that usually a normal episode will have us covering an actual show from their catalog. However, today's a little bit different. I'm going to throw this back to December of 2020 for a second. If you remember, we did a little project called Deprogram Championship Edition, which is basically a spinoff off of the podcast called Deprogram, which we'll get into in a second. The idea of the show was to come up with a top 10 starter kit from the entire discog of Pearl Jam, digging into all the studio albums, digging into some of the Lost Dogs, digging into some of the other miscellaneous songs, and within, I believe, around 150 songs, we came with a top 10 that you would give to any Pearl Jam fan and say, this is the definitive top 10 from their catalog. Today... We're back. It was six people. We called ourselves the Trashy Six, and there's a reason for that. We'll get into a little bit later, I'm sure. But today, all six of us are back. It is myself. It is my co-host, John. It is Patrick Bogle. It's Curtis Hames, Joey Goodsir, and Bradley Piasecki. We'll all be back doing this again. We'll be doing it for Pearl Jam's live compilations. This is going to be a little bit different. And look, we have the tour upcoming this week, so we're just getting prepared. We're just getting hyped. The idea of this, to find 10 live songs that work. Let me explain the rules real quick, because there are six people here. Everybody has picked 20 songs. That We will narrow it down to 10 eventually. Somebody will throw a song into the table. They'll throw a song into the mix. And if three out of the six people have it, it will qualify into the conversation round. If it's all six unanimous, it's automatically in the top 10. If it's two or one, then it does not qualify and it will be left off the list. 
why don't we throw it to John and John, just talk about the process a little bit and how this all kind of played out. And then we can introduce Justin as well. Yeah, this was uh, something that came about in 2020, actually, when Pearl Jam originally announced the tour. I was like, obviously, doing deprogrammed is is something that I think everyone here loves to do and was looking for like a different angle on it. So talking and thinking about it, I was like, well, why don't we do, you know, they had already done Pearl Jam. We'd already done the championship edition. So it was like, why don't we do the live stuff because they were getting ready to go on tour and it'd be a way to kind of get people excited for the tour. Fast forward two years, that tour still hasn't happened yet. It's about to happen now. So we, we got everybody back together to kind of build up something where, you know, live Pearl Jam is on our minds again. Like it's been a couple of years since the album. We've got, we got 37 Pearl Jam shows this year. So we're, uh, we're excited for that. And we just want to get, get something out there for people to just be thinking and uh, have live Pearl Jam in the front of their minds. So we're going to be going uh, through live on two legs, live on 10 legs, uh, Let's Play 2, uh, Touring Band 2K, the, the audio, and the live songs from uh, Pearl Jam 20, excluding the Unplugged, which we just talked about a little bit. We're not doing the Unplugged just because that's would obviously be everybody's one, two, three, four, you know, et cetera. Such a great standalone performance. We wanted something that would be a little more competitive. And we have the maestro of Deprogrammed here with us. He's going to be running the show. Uh, how you doing tonight, Justin? Well, very happy because I don't have to play. <laughs> I always love when I can just sit back and relax and watch you guys duke just it out. Sign the checks. <laughs> yeah, I will say that uh, the the initial thought of this was going to be presented as a please explain, and you guys were all going to pick songs that I was going to have to listen to, and then I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll do that. You know, I I love doing the show. But uh, then you guys kept adding more and more songs this time around and changed it to, all right, well, if it's 98 songs, I'm out. Like you guys can, you guys can have at it. I'll just, I'll sit here and listen to you guys. So, uh, well, you know, we like to figure out how I just mentioned it's 98 songs. So what was it like coming up with 20 live songs? Like what was your gameplay for this go around, Randy? Did you approach your, your list a little differently? Yeah, I did. And it was really tough because obviously the first thing that's on your mind is pick the best of the best. And I kept that in my mind throughout a lot of this. And then after a while, I look at my list. I'm like, well, my best of the best doesn't really there's not a lot of like differing kind of sound here. I need to kind of branch out because the way that I see this list and everybody can see this differently. Everybody can have a different uh, perspective of, of what they pick, but the way that I saw what I was doing was I was trying to find an overall, when we get to 10, a starter kit for somebody that has never seen this band. If you have a friend, if you're going to one of the shows on the West coast, if you have a friend that's coming and has never seen Pearl jam before knows the studio stuff enough, but has never seen them live, what would you give them out of the, these compilations to say, like, get ready, this is going to be an amazing night? That was my purpose for this. And I kind of, I wanted to mix in a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new, because, you know, the old kind of gives you a sense of, all right, this is Pearl Jam in their legit prime. 
And the news is, okay, this is what you can kind of look out for. This is what they've turned into. So I wanted to get as much of that in as humanly possible. It's very difficult. There's a lot of stuff here that feels very automatic from the jump that before I even started listening, I'm like, well, that's obviously in because I've had what thousands, hundreds of times that I've listened to some of these songs. So you kind of know, but then there are ones that are like from the live on two legs, even from the live on 10 legs comp that are kind of deep down there. And it had been a long time since I've listened to some of these compilations and, you know, like I've really had to kind of listen with a sharp ear and figure out, okay, well, where does this fit in? And, And I think I did pretty good involving all five records that we're that we're about to talk about but yeah i think i think all that kind of thrown into the mix and hopefully everybody has some sort of differing opinion so there's a lot of punching bags out there tonight Uh oh punching bags so that's a good way to put it this 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 will be a fight so john (laughs) very randy the man of many words john the man of not so many words oftentimes uh what was it like putting your 20 together for this one um not too bad. I mean, I'm, I was kind of doing a similar thing, like trying to think of it, you know, as, as uh, trying to get someone excited for these shows. I think that was the original idea. So for me, it was a lot of finding um, those moments in the songs that make them special. Cause you know, live Pearl jam is very different from studio Pearl jam, right? These, these songs take on a new life. There are some, some of their best live songs are, uh, the studio versions might not, might not, you might not even give them a second glance if we were doing championship edition on the studio album. So we're going to get hopefully some, some very different things going on here. I just wanted to capture some of those really special moments that they can create live and have a list of those, I think. All right. So Curtis, same question to you. What, what were you thinking uh, as you were putting your 20 together? Uh, the opposite of these two guys. <laughs> This process is going to, it'll play itself out and we'll get the best 10. When we, when we duke it all out, we'll get to the best 10. What I did for the 20 is I picked my 20 favorites. Mm. It's a bold <laughs> strategy, Cotton. <laughs> it's a bold strategy. <laughs> One thing I want to address is that I, I, and I thought about this a lot of the time and obviously it'll come into play later, but uh, our 10 that we came up with for the original uh, championship edition, some of those songs aren't in there. Like uh, present tense isn't in there. In my tree isn't in there. Immortality is not in there, but the rest are, and not just that, but they have multiple, like we're going to possibly be talking about multiple versions of songs here. And maybe there's three that like one version of a song. And maybe there's three that like the other that, we really have to break down. You never know what, what's what's going to happen in this. But I guess one of my motives is to try to at least make this list as different as we can from the other. It's going to be challenging, but I'm just throwing it out there. And for anybody that hasn't listened to that episode before, I'm sure we'll put it in the links on, on Apple and, and wherever else uh, you subscribe to our uh, podcast. But yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. So I, I want to keep this very, very competitive as I think everybody else in here knows how to play the game. 
Maybe first of all, maybe I'll actually download it this time so I can release it to uh, the deprogrammed feed. So if you that want would to be nice back out there, yeah, sure. <laughs> kind of got buried. Uh, but uh, here comes Randy bringing out the gas can all over the pitcher's mound, Bradley. Um, just trying to light some more fire. What do you? What were you thinking as you're putting your twenty together? Yeah, I did kind of a combination of what everybody else has done so far because I did try to pick try to get like a good representation, but I also did lean like Curtis did and goes to some, some of my favorites. And as Randy mentioned, trying to make the list a little different than last time, I have some at the very top of my list that didn't even make mine when we did the studio version a couple of years ago, songs that not that they're not great songs, but they're not my particular favorites. So I didn't include them last time, but the performances on some of these were so good. I couldn't not include them. So, so yeah, so I have like a, like a, a good mix of everything. Or I tried to, at least um, I did lean a little more towards uh, some older stuff just because out of, you know, sentimental reasons and whatnot. I did watch that touring band 2000 DVD quite a bunch back in the day. So uh, I have some uh, personal attachment to some of those songs, but, but I feel like I did a pretty decent job mixing it up a little and I'm excited to see uh, what we come up with. So sentimental favorites, Joey, are they, are they playing into, into how you're putting your list together or are you going just on feeling? Well, uh, I mean, first of all, I'll say from a big picture perspective, I totally agree with Curtis in the sense that we're going to fight with each other and the best will come out of it. I mean, I think that's what we did two years ago. I mean, we fought with each other, made some really, really hard decisions. And that list I'd be willing to put up against any other top 10 list ever assembled about this band. So, um, yes, that's that's how that goes. But as far as my own personal take going into this was. I really kind of self-analyzed what makes these compilations unique or why they are something that people should go to when, when it comes to the live catalog that Pearl Jam has, especially with all the bootlegs alongside it. Um, and to me, it's really about the moments and the things in which there's, there's added significance. So that was especially what came out in my list. And yeah, I think, you know, that will probably be the, the biggest thing is um, those those moments and specific versions of songs that make it so different as to be included on a more formal live compilation as opposed to as opposed to your average bootleg. So the moment is yours, Patrick. Uh, last but not least, uh, what were you uh, how are you approaching your 20 for, for this one? This go around. So I looked at this in a couple of ways. Most of these releases had some sort of like executive producer to them, if you will. So with Live on Two Legs, Brett Eliason was the, the sort of the core, you know, director of what was going to at least be considered for the record and then put that out to the band and the band ultimately said yay or nay to, to different things. So I was looking at it from that perspective, the same with PJ 20, it was really a lot of Cameron Crowe's input from the time that he was with the band and when he saw them live. So there's give and take with that with Cameron because he missed out on some years when he put PJ 20 together. I mean, he skipped an entire touring cycle <laughs> with them, which was a bit of a bummer. And then touring band is a little bit of a way in from the entire crew, all of the folks that were doing the filming uh, as well as the sound engineering crew like John Burton and Brett Eliason. Um, and then you get all the way back down to the Let's Play 2. You know, that is really the, it's a little bit of the band and a lot of it of Ed coming up with what he feels, as well as um, input from 
the director for that documentary. So when you get all of that input into it, I was trying to pick the songs that I felt like exemplified the best of that. And then you would notice that I completely left off one of the records in that because I didn't think there was anything worthwhile picking from it. So I'm just going to let that out right now. <laughs> More gas. I wonder if we can guess. Oh, you people in your gas cans, you love to light the field on fire. So we're going to have a fight here. It's I'm, the I'm trash. Here. We're the trash men, <laughs> which uh, obviously for regular deprogrammed episodes, it's usually the pile. But because we're in a very special situation here, can we call the trash. songs that don't make the qualifier the trash? trash. It's trash. Beautiful. Okay. Um, Oscar, Oscar loves it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to make a suggestion here. Um, as players play their, because uh, last time I, I remember it being, you know, like between delay, not hearing whether or not everybody has the song. Maybe you put your hand up <laughs> so I can see and, you know, I can make the count from there so I know whether to play it or not. But uh, we're going to start with you, Randy. Uh, here we go. Away we go. Live Pearl Jam. Where you want to take us? Well, I'm glad you said that. And I'm going to take a quote directly from Justin here. And I know that, the, like, Justin, you always say on the program, give me a track one, album one, any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, Live on Two Legs is the first one of these to come out. But, of course, uh, PJ20 has stuff from the 90s. And I am going to take a song that starts off that record. That is the one that was the one on the original D program. And that is Corduroy from Chicago, 1998. Ooh. All right. We got, we got John and we got Patrick. So it gets three. It meets the threshold. Good. (laughs) But it ain't in. All right, let me make it's gonna sure. be a long night. <laughs> let me uh, my phone disconnected. We'll get a little bit of this for a sec. It makes it uh, it makes the conversation. But Randy, talk a little bit more about it real quick. Um, why why were you starting here? Because well, I like the correlation, you know, to kind of take us from the last episode and how we finished off with Corduroy. But also, Corduroy is the song that I've always felt like is the one. Whenever you're at a show, it just it puts the wheels in motion. I think that for what's going to come up and the shows in Sacramento and Vegas, you know, Corduroy probably is going to be pretty early in the set. Like that's going to be the wake up moment that I'm going to be like, holy shit, I'm here. And it always happens. And it's just unlike anything. And the song just has this surge unlike any other that you hear live. And it's, uh, yeah, it speaks for itself. So we'll get more thoughts on this song because it isn't in, but it's also not dead. All right, John, you're up. I'm going to go, you know, I talked about moments and this might be the best moment at a Pearl Jam show of all time. It's up there. Crown of Thorns from PJ20 from Vegas 2000. Oh. Oh. Tis unanimous. Unanimous. All right. So the way I have my thing here, let me uh, type it in so we can get the song going. Um, Tell me why, John. 
Well, it's the it's the tenth anniversary show. It's you know I remember reading in in Rolling Stone in the early '90s. You know the you know Pearl Jam came out of Mother Love Bone with with Jeff and Stone and and Ed saying you know oh, there's there's one song of theirs I'd like to do someday, and you know getting to see that moment where you know he tells you know the rest of the band like let's do Crown of Thorns for the tenth anniversary. Crown of Thorns being the Mother Love Bone song that was on the single soundtrack and it's just uh like there's no other way to say it's just a magical moment like it's it's the culmination of you know 15 like the 10 years of pearl jam and and five years before that and it's just a testament to to stone and jeff and and the sacrifices that they made to to get this band going and everything that they've been through and it's just everything about it is just makes a perfect moment well there you go let's get a let it play for a sec Anybody else got anything on Crown of Thorns before we move on? It's just one of the greatest moments in their history. And then the fact that they put that out on the fan club single that year, I just remember getting that before the quote unquote official bootleg even arrived and nearly tore a hole in it with my needle on my record player because it was just something that I listened to probably a hundred times. You know, yeah, I was going to mention real quick, I promise I won't be the man of many words in this, but <laughs> I'll be the man of golden words. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this was really the first time that Eddie and Andy Wood had like some sort of connection that the band, like Pearl Jam before this night in Vegas in 2000, the 10th anniversary, they had like never brought up Mother Love Bone. They never really talked about it, but finally like they were able to turn to the next chapter and they're able to thankfully celebrate the mother love mode and andy woods history so uh, that's i think that's the best thing uh, to take out of that all right unanimous curtis no pressure (laughs) (laughs) um if we're going with really really big boys here that's kind of like the biggest moment ever that was kind of built up to and planned ahead. And here's one of my favorite moments ever that's a little bit more Pearl Jamish, which is more spontaneous. And it's given to fly from St. Louis with the interpreter. Oh, we got three. We got three. Oh, okay. This is going to be brutal. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, at least, at least is, it makes the conversation. That's always that's always the plus. This right. release was originally a home video or a DVD, and it's given to fly. And <laughs> this gorgeous, wonderful woman is on the side of the stage, and she's signing the song. And the camera picks up on it, and Ed picks up on it, and she brings her up higher on the stage. And eventually, on the outro of the song they dance and that's unfortunately six or seven years ago i think she passed away but like what to me this is like quintessential pearl jam like you know we were they planning ahead almost certainly not and it just turned out to be this wonderful moment right song too perfect song yes and And that's the version of the song is no slouch yeah that's that was close for me but i think the fact that 
that this is an audio only medium. I mean, if we were talking about video moments, yes, but it, they, it gets bumped down a notch because on Spotify, you don't see it. Right. Well, and to clarify, it's, you wouldn't know. They don't talk about yeah. it. It's not, yeah. Um, that doesn't bring it up in like verbally. It's just something you only see on the video. Yeah, there's there's one or two other songs that I felt the same way because of Spotify and because of the layout uh, that, that they had. I, I had to get off. Who's the third on that? Was it you, Bradley? Yeah, I had it too. And uh, okay. yeah, yeah, I I kind of agree with whatever he said. I I was afraid that people would knock it for being the visual aspect of it and we only hearing the audio. But I still made my list, so we'll see how it goes. It's, yeah, it's, it, it gets the hand. So, all right. Well, now you get to throw one up there. It's your turn, Bradley. Sure. Well, one of the best things about a Pearl Jam show is the anticipation of what they're going to open with. So I always love a good opening track. And, uh, you know, something you guys actually brought up on a recent episode. I don't know when this is going to air, but it's uh, your guys' episode that aired yesterday. Um, the Long Road that kicked off Touring Band 2000 and kicked off the Phoenix show in 2000 is one of my favorite versions of Long Road I've ever heard. And so I'd like to throw that up for nomination. All right. Ooh, oh, first train. in the dump. Wow. In a way, this is almost more brutal than last time because these were all like actual like moments that fans experience, you know. Yep. Like at least we can hide behind the, the 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 studio aspect of the other of the other songs as like recordings that we weren't physically there for. But I feel like we're hurting large groups of people every time. <laughs> I, I believe somebody said in the last episode, "It's supposed to hurt." <laughs> That is deprogrammed. Deprogrammed yeah. is hurt. So I can only oh, yeah. imagine that this hurts. Uh, yeah, I, it's fine. I'm I'm sure that won't be the last one. That only gets one vote by me or anybody else. So it's true. It's yeah. very true. There's six In of y'all. <laughs> yeah. In for it. All right, Joey. This one came up in conversation previously. I just I I associate this uh, live recording with pretty much the idea of Pearl Jam compilations as a whole because I feel like to a degree that a lot of these other versions don't this one just absolutely live this, this song itself actually, you know, lives here um, with um, untitled from live on two legs. Yeah, you're going to say that. All right. Whoa. All right. We got three here. All right. So that is Randy, John, Joey. Any thoughts before we uh, move on? I, it's just a, you know, it turned it from this improv to what would become this intro into MFC, and it doesn't happen very often. But when it does, it's it's a pretty beautiful moment for, of theirs. It's it's one of the best things. It's it's only shown up like what 30, 40 times or so, but whenever it does, it's it's usually the highlight of the show. And you and you're not going to find it on a studio record. It's a live only thing. Mm-hmm. That's cool. All right. And now it's your turn to try and disappoint Patrick. Um, I'm hoping that this won't better. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Guess what? (laughs) Uh, No, um, I'm hoping that this will not disappoint. I'm, I'm, I would be terrified if this doesn't at least get into the conversation, but um, 
daughter from touring bands uh october 24th 2000 uh with the tag of it's okay there's so much about that dead moon tag into the mix that is uh which one wait hold on oh it's only five yeah. Oh, that's that. I mean, that's okay. That's okay. I was, I was, I was worried that it was only gonna get two. Like, you just never know where people are gonna go with that. I'm not. I, it was hard for me not to have a uh, long road. It was hard for me not to have untitled. I was trying to be as even keeled on these as I, I could have easily just like gone live on two legs touring band and then be done to a certain degree um but i tried not to do that but that that moment is is a huge one in their pantheon and it would be almost impossible not to imagine uh that getting at least into the the final conversation does it help being at that show to yeah, that has to be automatic being at the show and song to pick. I mean, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. There's a couple of them where I was there, and it, it really, I don't think it happens. For me, it didn't happen for that. It's cool that I was there for it. That that's that it ended up being part of the touring band thing and and all of the stuff that came about that. I just remember it just being like a moment where that particular concert came alive. It was a, a very good experience and a good show, but when that happened and he sort of enticed the crowd that he needed this and he wanted everyone to take part of it, you could just feel an electricity in that place that is, you know, it's those moments. We've all experienced them at a show where something happens and you just get that electrical charge through your body and you're like, this is why I do this. This is why I buy tickets to go hunt this down for that, that thing that's gonna happen that I just, can't explain and, and can't you know experience anywhere else and that's you know it's I, I was incredibly fortunate to be there but i think a lot of people that just even see the dvd or listen to it live listen to the bootleg i think get the same feeling from that everybody but joey right yeah that's okay we still like it that yeah. and five, five i was waiting it. when this would happen because we knew it was coming how many vitality songs did we do this with <laughs> It was definitely immortality. Way, way too many for me to also claim it's my favorite project. <laughs> <laughs> was a great number, though. You guys had a really good first round. That's, you know, you cannot complain about Dang, this man. first round. Now, let's see how messy it's going to get in the second. Randy. Oh, man, I haven't even thought what I'm going to pick. Most of that round was live on two legs and touring band. So I'm going to shift for a second to let's play two and kind of in the same way of like, you know, uh, given a fly being and, and not, this isn't sort of an impromptu moment, but this is like a moment on stage that is incredible when you're watching this and super powerful. And I think, a lot of us know the story of Steve Gleason. I think we talked about it uh, in the last he programmed. And just when, you know, when you hear him say how I, uh, how I choose to feel is how I am and how I feel is fucking awesome. Like, how does that not inspire you from this? And yes, that part was not in the front. And I hate that Pearl Jam does this because I would rather have big speeches to songs in the front before the actual song plays, but no, that was at the end of whatever the last song before it was. Uh, I, I have to give the nod to Inside Job. 
Oh, damn. Hey, all right. All right. It's, that's uh, one of my favorite songs in the last, uh, like that they've put out, you know, in their latter half of their album career. And it's always great live. And that's to Randy's point. It's a, it's one of those moments where you, you're just, you're taken aback. It's great. It's absolutely great. Maybe this won't be as bloody as I thought. We got a while. <laughs> There's still a lot of trash. Was that uh, was that unanimous? Yeah, yeah, sure was. Okay. Anybody else got any other thoughts on Inside Job before we move on? Oh, we just you know, two in a row that are like a perfect moment. You know. It's, it's okay, like, led up to, like, this perfect moment, and so did Inside Job, and, like, the the song lived up to, like, the billing and the build-up, and they pulled it off. It just, it's something like that. Like, I, I happen to be lucky enough to be there for this one. I will remember that forever. Yep. John, can we keep this one above the belt? It's your turn. Hope so. Hope so. I hit on my first one, so we're gonna try again. Um, you know, like like Curtis, I was I was there at the the Wrigley shows in 2016 for the uh, the shows that are on Let's Play Two, and they uh, there was one song that I really wanted to see at those shows, and uh, it's a release. Uh, and you know, the story behind this, you know, Dr. John Evans, who we had on our show, um, got, got there, you know, four days early. It's in, it's in the movie, it's in the documentary. And then this one, you know, Ed actually calls him out from the stage, you know, and he told that story about just being overwhelmed. And like, you see him in the, in the video and he's just, he's fully in this and like, Hey, he, the, the song's about, you know, going through stuff with your dad and he been going through some stuff with his. And it's just, it's just one of the most powerful moments that you've ever seen at a Pearl Jam show. So uh, release from uh, Let's Play 2 is my pick. All right, oh, there was five. Okay. Five. I didn't see that Joey had it too. All right. Anybody else got anything on release, or did John say it all? Because it sounds like he kind of nailed it. Well, I think left else I got to say about that is that we were able to talk to, thankfully, talk to Dr. John, and he's just incredible in the story of the whole thing, how it all happened. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a one in a lifetime thing, once in a lifetime. All right. Once in a lifetime, can we keep it alive, Curtis? There, I mean, this seems the pressure comes to you. It seems every round. I don't know what everybody's going to think about this one, but the Pearl Jam twenty compilation. It's just, it's not something that, like, I just throw on to listen to. But it has a lot of things that I'm very familiar with, and just Europe, nineteen ninety two is on my mind from your guys' coverage here. So 
this super intense, frantic, primal version of Why Go from Hamburg 1992. Holy cow. Let's see. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> wow, is that, a, is that an all around no? Uh, okay. It was one that I cut. I, I, I did have it in my initial run through, but I ended up cutting it eventually. So I refuse for us to refer to this as trash, though. <laughs> it's not trash. Well, this is why we changed it. So things like this don't happen. <laughs> like just this an asterisk. It's not trash. Like we didn't pick it, but <laughs> <laughs> it can be recyclable. It was it was like one of my last cuts, and I can't lie and I have to admit that I am obviously biased by recent live on four legs coverage. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think I had to like part, part of what was hard about cutting it was, was, was acknowledging that. So yeah, there's um, another, there's another 1992 performance on that PJ 20 that I picked instead. It came down to the two of them. I will say that I had a hard time with Cameron Crowe's choices on PJ Twenty. A really hard time. I thought he. I thought Gauntlet Throne. Yeah, he's <laughs> he had some issues with what he chose. Yeah, I I don't know if it was Why Go or if it was Gardner or one of those, but I, I felt like the the thing that kept me from taking it is that the recording quality. Uh, obviously, we have great recording quality. You know, ten years from that time and, and forward, but I, you know, I, I just sh- to present this to somebody like I would want to show them the best quality stuff that, and trust me, I was looking for something to get from the Dave A era and maybe I got it. Maybe I didn't, but I won't share that right now. All right, Bradley, you're no longer alone in the one club. <laughs> right. Well, I denied this round though. Well, I'm going to use that to segue into a song that I know at least John picked. Cause I did nominate garden from, uh, from uh, Pearl jam 20 because Again, I did like that tour, and I like that version of the song a whole lot. Oh, only two, huh? Well, cool. it's be- better than me being my the only one. So, all right, but that officially means it's it is trash technically, mm. even with the two. That's hurtful. All right, let's see. We got Brad, and we've got John. All right. Joey. Okay. Um, that was not a motivating, motivating transition into me. Um, Sorry. <laughs> well, that's not on you. That's on, that's on us for not selecting awesome songs. I guess we just, there's even more awesome ones to get to. Um, let's see, which direction do I go with this? Um, I'm going to, how about, I try one with PJ 20 that I think will actually make it. I'm going to throw up a song that has definitely a version that has definitely grown on me over time. And I didn't initially have the appreciation I do for it now. And um, I was listening to all these songs on shuffle initially um, after I kind of put together an initial list just to see if anything jumped out at me. And this was easily the first one that was like, Oh yeah, I have to include that. So I'm going to go with uh Walk with me from the bridge school with Neil Young. 
Curtis keeps uh, keeps you from being alone, but still, it's not excellent. enough to save you. Yeah, it's 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 a great version. It's a great song. I just uh, I didn't want to have too many covers, and Same. it's still a good song. But I, I unfortunately didn't make my cut. Right. Falls falls under my Cameron Crow confusion column. <laughs> I love it. I love the song and I listen to it. It just doesn't, I, I always was like, I'm that entire record. I don't know what he was like doing, picking tracks. It's a, it's a good that's end scary. to the movie. And I think yeah. that's why they had to throw it on there. Right. Mm. All right, Patrick. You, All right. I'm going to, I'm going to try to make everybody uh, feel better about their, um, their, losses by picking one that i'm assuming is going to be a loss because this is going to go into the, the columns of things like that i just loved hearing and i like to hear and i listen to and it, it's not necessarily about moments it just if someone asked me play me live pearl jam from this group of songs um it would be um i got shit from touring band 2000 number Ow, 20 it qualifies one, number two, 20 all right. So I feel good about the fact that um, I've yet to be trashed, but I know I'm going to get trashed anyway. So it's going to happen. Maybe we need to start. Maybe we need to start trying to select songs that no one that we think no one else will pick because I think that that is going better. As <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try that. For I thought that was the strategy the whole time. By the way, I'm going. <laughs> All right. Let's see. So that was John. That was Joey and that was Patrick, right? Three. All right. And after two rounds, I'm not going to lie with six people. Very shocked that uh, after two rounds, there are two unanimous. And I believe there was two fives as well. So and let's see. Let's see. Uh, I think two of these are two. So there's still some room for it's probably not trash protocol (laughs) yeah yeah i mean plenty of gameplay left all right randy all right uh i'm gonna go with a song that you know maybe people are just sick of and i'm sick of it after a long time sometimes however i listened to this version i don't think we played anything from live on 10 yet and i listened to this version i'm uh, live on 10 legs is the one i'm least familiar with because it just i I don't know. It, it had backspacer songs and avocado songs. And it, was just, it just didn't hit me in the right way. Like uh, live on two legs did, but this one, I didn't ever expect that I would put this on the list because it's just kind of like, okay, it seems pretty obvious. However, if you are giving this list to a fan and you want to say, okay, you definitely know this song, 100% know this song, Listen to a version of this where the crowd is insane and at their highest throttle. Jeremy from London, Ontario in 2005. <laughs> Curtis enthusiastic. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I wanted but, to get good crowd stuff in this too, you know? All right, let's see. This, this version, especially considering how much quote unquote later it is in uh the live chronology like whips ass and the the crowd is carrying it on he does like the full version of the woe woes at the end like 
the number of those like post 2003 is really a short list mm -hmm. and and patrick teased it earlier line on 10 legs like compared to this other stuff it sucks man like this is <laughs> for sure for sure a standout for that compilation for me and i feel like we foreshadowed this with um the lasty program with the championship <laughs> edition so like my goal to turn everybody back on to jeremy where there's two of us now <laughs> um well i just like this version <laughs> that's that's 100 percent okay. growth <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you look at the chart you do the math. growth over 15 months bring the third percent chance of okay yes all right the numbers don't uh, lie that's that's what i hear <laughs> john all right. Um, I'm going to go back to the touring band. Uh, we seem to be doing pretty well with those, better than I thought. So let's go with uh, Do the Evolution from Touring Band. Oof. Wow. I think um, Do the Evolution right. was on all of these compilations, if I'm not mistaken, right? Five versions? Maybe four? I'm yeah. Saying. Three, at least four, but yeah, at least four. Well, I know Randy, you had put out this, you know, kind of did the thing that just put it on social media, just you know, today. What are some of the the versions of these? And that was one that I noticed somebody had pushed forward, so that made me feel pretty good about it. But now, um, <laughs> all you guys have failed, so poor, <laughs> poor choice, everyone. There was a, that, that, there were a that's lot that's of a versions. There's a lot of kick-ass versions that do the evolution. This is one of the best. I love how John owns his misses. He, he's not going to feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Curtis. Um, I'm very excited to find like one of the rarest birds of all where one of my takes may get taken more favorably than John's. So I'm going to try a different do the evolution. <laughs> Did anybody take the from the forum in Inglewood? On live on two legs. Yes, I did. Yes, that's the one I have. <laughs> Such a great show. That was an old song. This is a new song. It's evolution, yeah. baby. Yep. I love it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Curtis, you, you and like I, this really this good. round, we have we have good chemistry this round, man. That's an old song. <laughs> it's evolution, baby. Now we're in the weeds, I feel like. Now we're starting to get into the weeds. He's intense with this version, too. And I think that's what, and I, and I love the touring band version of this, but Ed is just on fire in this one. Hard to get a do the evolution outside of 1998. That sounds like 1998. It really is. All right. Bradley, do you have a version of do the evolution? Or are we getting <laughs> the I, I do not. Okay. Um, uh, but I am going to go with something that uh, uh, was just recently spoken about with crowd participation and I'm hoping to get another vote for, um, for one of my picks. Um, and I'm going to go with the better man for Pearl jam 20, the one in New York, but the crowd sang along the whole first, uh, verse. I just thought it's a, a great version of the song and the one that I would play for somebody, um, who's unfamiliar with live performances of the band. So we got five there. Which version was this? Was this, uh, it was from, Garden. yeah. And, uh, in 2010 from Pearl Jam 20 or yeah from Pearl Jam 20 
got five there yep this is it's one of their best performances ever that's more votes than my last two songs combined (laughs) (laughs) nicely done listen to that trust me i have i was in that crowd you can hear my voice by the way (laughs) there's randy right there yep Mm -hmm. that's me I was on the floor, so maybe you really, like, I don't know how far away from the sound All right. Joey, do you think you can be the better man? It's your turn. That's a big question. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to try, um, because I feel like we're going for just some, like, really, really good versions that just are on, the, are on their own really, really good versions. And let my hometown bias show a little bit. Low light, the opener from Let's Play 2. No, and that was a really hard decision. I like that version a lot. Ooh. You're not alone, Joey. John's got it. But not enough to keep it alive. I think we're officially getting to the space where the twos are officially official dead. All right, Patrick. All right. This is another one where I'm assuming there's potential risk because this goes to time frame of a song that I really adore. And it was one of the things that I think was nice about PJ 20. I don't know that it was the absolute best version of it that Cameron Crowe could have um, taken to put on there, but I think it represents the, the, the time frame, And it's one of the few that, captures jack irons playing and that's blood from pj20 auckland new zealand all right you got curtis but that's that's what i expected we're all going to hell (laughs) (laughs) interesting that there's like like what three or four fives in the two sixes a good couple of threes and then everything else is twos. I always find that interesting. But there are six of you, so to be fair. All right, Randy. I'm gonna play off of that. I'm gonna go to another 90 song. Same, same album, same territory here. And um, you see this video and we've talked about it on the show a bunch of times that in 1995, they did this documentary uh, that they shot over in the Pacific Rim to from Japan to Manila to Singapore, all the way to Australia and New Zealand. And one of the greatest scenes in this, and it's, it's a taboo thing. Like they never released this and it was supposed to be, it wasn't supposed to be talked about and nobody was supposed to have the footage to this, but most of the footage is on YouTube. And one of the great things in this is this version in Manila, the show in Manila where the crowd like busts down the gate and they're all just rushing towards the stage. And yeah, it's, it's not for you. Four's we pretty good. Four. We got four. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good for the record. Not for you was the song that I was fighting for uh, as number one on the uh, episode that we did the proper one. Four.
no no live Pearl Jam list is uh, complete without uh, this song, and it's uh, Black from Live on Two Picks. No, really? <laughs> I, I wrestled with the version that it was going to take on this, that it was close. It wasn't, Ooh. this isn't, this wasn't like an easy one. So I wrestled with the version is, is where I was at. Yeah, I, I was going, I was getting towards the bottom and I, I knew like, okay, there are a couple different blacks. Let me listen to this one. And when I listened to this, it's from Virginia Beach that year. And like, it just blew me away. And look, 1998 is, is not the prime territory it's not the best uh time for black it got better kind of early 90s is very good and then it got better in 2003 2006 kind of later when they were able to expand upon it this is one of the best from the early yeah. matt cameron years that happened here <laughs> i live were you there no or were you at an insane clown posse concert likely to, at icp yes <laughs> 1998, <laughs> yes, very much likely. <laughs> All right, Curtis. So, if we're going to give them like a list to get into this band, do we want to give them the highlights or do we want to tell them the truth? And if we want to tell them the truth, we need to talk about Bush Leaguer at Uniondale. Oh, I, I, yeah, I had a conversation with myself about that. But, hey. Uh, Joey saved you from the trash. It's part of the historical aspect that makes this band important that they are able to do something like that on stage and speak their mind. And yeah, uh, I, I, I'm glad somebody brought it up and it, it should have been brought up, but uh, like very tough for me to take Bush Leaguer over black and do the evolution kind of stuff. But glad it got represented. In the words of Jeff Ament. It's art. That's right. In the words of Matt Cameron, they pelted us with quarters. In the words of Justin, it is Bradley's turn. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Where do we go from here? I have a feeling the rest of mine are going to be one or two other votes at most. Um, But I will throw out. um, How about the red mosquito from live on two legs? Oh, wow. Good representation here. Yeah, Ooh, that's four, more man. than I thought. Yeah, that's, that's a great version. That's yeah. like one of those ones that gravitate that element. If you want to hear what Pearl Jam sounds like live, that's where they hit right on live on two legs, in my opinion. That when they were mm-hmm. selecting there, that got to the core of what their live sound is is all about. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I really needed in my list uh, like a superior Mike McCready moment. I thought that that was probably one of the best. Yeah. I'm really uh, happy about that. Knock, knock me over with a feather on that one, guys. Whoa. We'll go, we'll go. All right. Don't you have that copyright? The, don't you have that copyright here? <laughs> gimmick infringement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Total same. So we got four here. Oh, I'm done with live on two legs, guys. Mm, showing your hand all right joey okay um i don't uh just kind of going off of what i think bradley said i don't i don't know how we don't all feel like the rest of these are going to be ones and twos i'm going to go with uh, a song that really stood out to me that has like a version that's really grown on me over the past year 
from um, Seattle, November 6, 2000. Um, I feel like everybody talks about Alive. Everybody talks about the significance of the show itself and all that's built around it. And I mean, you know, the it's been talked about plenty of times before, but the the emotional circumstances of that moment make that song on a performance level, not the best version. And so if you're looking at songs on the album, on, on wrote songs on that show, on that set list, I just love the version of Rear Your Mirror that they bust out really, really early on. That's also on touring band. So that is on my list. Hey, again, we got another two. We only have three ones. That's honestly not too bad. For a six-person panel? Yeah, you ain't kidding. We'll get more. And 98 songs. Yeah. That is not bad at all. There's hope for the Wilco panel after all, because there's six of y'all on that, too. <laughs> what, when we're going to do the back half of their catalog and then play D- uh, uh, Championship Edition with, with the front half? <laughs> All right, Patrick, speaking of work. Um, so I'm going to just throw it out there um, because I, I felt the same way that Joey did about that. I actually, this is one of the ones that I had on twice. Um, and that is Rearview Mirror from PJ20 from Universal Amphitheater. You cannot have a Pearl Jam experience, I feel like, live without either a great version of Porch or a great version of Rearview Mirror. There weren't really both. Op- well, yeah, I'll take both, but there wasn't an option for for both in this uh, in the in the selections here. So, um, so yeah, rearview mirror from PJ twenty. From PJ twenty. Yep. That's uh, this one. I think what got me with that one instead of the Seattle version was just the intensity at the end just ramped up and just had that big big end i think it wasn't it wasn't quite there in 2000 by 2009 this was the showstopper mm-hmm. God, i love this song i also love the frogs cover it which is, i probably uh, said the last time too frogs cover it is awesome had to get that in there. We have we now have an insane clown posse reference and a frogs reference. Granted, I made the ICP reference, but it's officially a deprogrammed. <laughs> if we can get if we can get the pumpkins mentioned, we'll hit the oh, yeah. trifecta. Let's do it <laughs> without without. Uh, let's not force it. Yeah. All right, Randy. Okay. Oh, look. I I guess this is a, a shot in the dark in a way because Joey mentioned the Seattle show, and I did take something from the Seattle show. There were five performances on that touring band DVD. And it's really hard not to take one of them. And uh, for some reason, this version of nothing man just spoke to me when we did this on the podcast, what, like half a year ago over the summer, I listened, I listened to it a couple of times and, and I think it's just his voice. I think it's just the way that it just reverberated and, and kind of had this like sorrowful moment. You're able to feel the tension from it. And yeah, I, I just really love this version. One of my favorite versions of nothing, man. Oh, score. Right. John and Curtis are with you. Excellent version of a very powerful song. Yeah. 
Randy, John, and Curtis. All right, John, you're up. All right. Um, I'm going to go to Live on Ten Legs, uh, which hasn't gotten a lot of love here. We'll see if we can squeak this one through. How about uh, In Hiding from Live on Ten Legs? Uh, All right, you got three. That was another one that was highly, uh, that was mentioned a lot. In yep. the yep. in the comment section, I can be swayed on that one when we move. That's just by the nature of that song. But I do have an intense dislike for the compilation. But in hiding is awesome always, and that version is very good. Was was it Joey or Bradley that was the third? It was Joey. Joey. Okay. So, just making sure. I think right. I think what it was about in hiding and you know obviously compilations you're not going to get the rarest of the rare because uh, you got to sell this to everybody Pearl Jam fans casual fans you know that's what this is but yeah in hiding deep cut off yield yield but being a favorite record of a lot of people including mine um, yeah it's and especially this is a 2006 version this isn't like a 2012 version of in hiding this is like a good prime era for Pearl Jam. So, yeah, uh, the crowd being on top of the two, you can kind of bring this to somebody and say, this is one that they don't play very often and listen to how the crowd responds to it. All right, Curtis. Um, go live on two legs. Um, let me introduce you to Michael, Evenflow. Mm. Oh. oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that's nobody for all you listening at home. Ouch! That silence. Can, can I can I explain why that's always just bothered me a little bit? That one because it's two songs. Yes. Why? Why? <laughs> Like the, I know the, that I know edit? they I know that it's like they edited in the solo, and oh, it's, it's like it's a song and a solo. Yeah, it's it's so basically the um the 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 main part is from uh, Star Lake Amphitheater in Burgerstown, Pennsylvania, and then the other the the solo comes from the Raleigh, North Carolina show, I believe. That's very odd. Very, uh, very unpearl jam like thing to do. Yeah, well, I mean, but you have to think at that point they had not yet bombarded the universe with you know five hundred and fifty plus live uh, bootlegs that you could download, and but that was a weird choice, and it goes back to live on two legs in and of itself being a weird compilation. Like the songs that they chose always left me scratching my head. I was like, this is odd. This is it's like a festival set list album release yeah all right the man had a reason yeah <clears throat> all right bradley um yeah uh well speaking of the two compilations here i i always just thought that the uh live on two legs was kind of almost not a greatest hits but they kind of did like you said like a festival thing to try to because they hadn't released anything officially yet um and having said that by the time live on 10 legs came out they had released so much stuff that that was i think part of the reason why i never really got into live on 10 legs very much having said that i am going to nominate something from live on 10 legs and um one of the later era songs that i thought sounded really good was the version of unthought known that was on live on 10 legs hey um, hey wow you got three 
Let's see on the TH. There we yeah, go. Yeah, same, same, same thought process that I had there. That like, you know, this is probably one of the best. This and Inside Job, probably two of the best late era live songs. And it's also one that look if you're going to show this to a friend, and you're saying like stuff that can pretty normally show up at Pearl Jam shows, like maybe expect to hear this one and like listen to how it just builds up and gains momentum and like where it drops and it doesn't even when it drops it barely drops it lifts right back up right away and this i think this version did all the great things that this song is known for doing yeah i i absolutely own this got three there joey um okay uh from there i'm gonna try another cover because i think that uh people were limited in their choices in that regard. So I'm wondering if this was the one that might've hit from the end of let's play two. I've got a feeling. Oh, no, not that one. Oh, wow. (laughs) I've got a feeling that that might hurt. Yikes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Again, though, we haven't seen a lot of that. So yeah, Uh, I love the song. I just didn't, didn't make my list. All right. Patrick. Um, all right, so I'm going to jump back to Live on Two Legs for one that I find to be kind of just pure adrenaline, but um, I'm thinking it might be it might be one that's not going to catch attention, but uh, go from the Continental Airlines Arena, um, and I just love that one. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> you wanted it. You wanted it. You got it. You wanted the best. You got the best. <laughs> Again, bound to happen. It is bound to happen. I've probably got at least ten more. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. I guess you know since you you uh, let us in that. This is probably a good time to to do a check. Like, how far through are we? Oh, yeah, look at that. I got four. Left. I got four left. Ooh. Okay, I've got a, I've got about eight or nine left. Okay. Wow, yeah, that is like I wasn't kidding when I said I figured I'd have a lot of ones. So wow, <laughs> I've got nine left. Where are you at, Joey? I five or six. Okay, but we're very quickly going to get into the into the personal favorite decision that I feel like will probably lead to a lot of ones. So who knows? <laughs> I could match up with Bradley though. You never know. You never know. All right, Randy. Uh, I was a little disappointed at Joey's pick because he said cover. He said, let's play two. And then when he said it, I'm like, Oh, that's not the one. And I picked this one because it's just, it's a moment. It's a communal moment that connects the crowd and the band. And not only that, but how many songs on this list do we have that are boom Gaspar moments? This is the one. And I feel like, Boom is always the one that's left off kind of everybody's mind and, and left off these lists, especially that Klinger offers kind of in the band now. Boom's kind of taking a, a backseat, but this is Boom's moment. And it's Boom and Mike's moment. They do the duel. Like, I know that with COVID and stuff, they're not going to pass the wine bottle around on it anymore, but Crazy Mary. John's with you, but he's the only one. It was my number 21. So, ooh. Yeah, just missed it. I thought we, I thought was we needed like a fun kind of more lighthearted 
performance to balance things out. And I thought that would have done it really nicely. It's so good. But there's like 6,000 other versions. You guys did a, a, a uh... I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. John. All right. Um, let's go to one, uh, maybe a little further down that, uh, I'm not expecting this one to to hit, but we're going to give it a shot. And it's a it's a great, you know, we, we've had a kind of a run on Mike McCready moments. So let's do uh, nothing as it seems from uh, from PJ twenty. Qualifies. That is trash. Mm-hmm. Take it. That's this Was it again, John Bradley? Curtis. Three qualifies it. All right, Curtis, you're up. There's no deeper meaning here other than this is my favorite song. <laughs> um, Sometimes <laughs> insignificance from touring band. You know, I knew you were going to pick that, obviously, and the th- I was very close to because I've said a lot lately that insignificance was ex- has been extremely high on my list. However, there's a bunch of talking for two minutes on that track, and unfortunately, Spotify doesn't let you edit anything. So, if if that weren't the case, yeah, it would be on my list, but it's not. And this version isn't maybe the one, right? But it's good. But it's I mean, it gets it, it gets to that big moment, right? It has its its mm-hmm. peak. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah, I mean, if we're making a playlist, the jibber jabber, we don't need that. <laughs> if you're getting it at the show, you might as well be realistic. <laughs> that too, yeah, that's very true. Both true. Get a real experience. That was a, another one that was hard not to take. Because A, it's binaural cut. B, it's it is one of my favorites. I think that they started playing that song at its best in 2003. Um, they had this weird like struggle with it early on. I don't know how to explain it, but they just didn't seem to get it where they wanted it or needed it to be. Um, and it's also, I, I think I mentioned this on. Gosh, I can't even imagine when it was. Whether it was on when we talked about this track for deprogrammed or it was another uh, live on four legs episode, but like, this is one of those songs where it easily could be the same type of experience of a rear view mirror and porch. And they just never went there, yeah. uh, which is so disappointing because it has that great opportunity to explode. Yeah. I'll, I'll yes. And you there with there's some Europe 2001. Yeah. They're very strong, but maybe there's, good to great in United States 2000, but yeah, we kind of pun intended like really launch out into outer space in 2003. Those are some really, really good ones. For the record, here, let me turn this up. He's still talking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To be popular, you gotta vote. So, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, you got to vote, Eddie. <laughs> it does Not fit right the whole criteria of half of what he does on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have to remember the fans of stuff. It comes from the video, which is much more designed to be a show. So, yeah. All right. That's Bradley. All right. Well, we'll stick with uh, what a personal favorite theme and a touring band 2000 theme and a binaural theme. And I'm going to go with parting ways from touring band 2000. Great version, but hey, hey you got oh, one. Oh, I got one. All right. You got one. It's the, it's the best version they've ever played of that song. It's fantastic. And I, it's a song I think that doesn't get enough love. I, I will happily see it every show I go to. I agree. I would like to go into a time. You, you will not see it at every show. Uh, yeah. To, but oh yeah. No. You can. You can wish. Yeah. Can imagine. Happened to low light. I oh. think this one's not coming back. <laughs> not often. I don't Only think it's in coming. Vegas. Uh, I'd like. I look. I'd love to, but I think the you got to get a DeLorean with a flux capacitor to see this one. All right, Joey. Okay, here's where I, here's where um, I see what this one's got because it I, if seeing how this one will go through, we'll be able to gauge um, if any of my other ones have any chance whatsoever. Um, so I, I think this one, um, comes from, well, this one comes from let's play two. I think it, it, a lot of what let's play two is at its best, um, musically is that it's a lot of like versions of older songs that, that hold up uncharacteristically or impressively well, um, considering the, the time period in which it's from. And I think the absolute peak of that is the version of Corduroy from Let's Play 2. And so that's going to be my pick. Very tough late cut for me. Oh. If only, if only I, I don't remember which of the two shows it was from. I think they played it both nights, but if only there was the summertime rolls thing in front of it, then I think it would have had a better chance. Oh, yeah. But then the, live on two the documentary is that, perfect. It's in the documentary that way, but not on the album. Yes, obviously. correct. Yeah. All they right. didn't want to pay. They didn't want to pay per. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Patrick. Um, all right, I'm going to go to back to touring band for another binaural. What is probably deep cut and based on the fact that it seems to have already appeared from another uh, record here. I'm guessing there's not going to be uh, consensus on this one, but it's nothing as it seems from. Uh, eleven six twenty thousand. No, yeah, that's what I thought. No yeah. luck, no luck. Hey, you asked for the island, and you got the island. <laughs> I listen. There's a bunch of them here. I'm scratching <laughs> them out one by one. I got more. <laughs> you have to think I've got more because I was the lone holdout on a couple of fives. So you know I've got some junk here for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Randy? All right. We've been on a run of binaural. I have two songs left, so I'm going to use the binaural one now. From Touring Band, obviously, because why would they ever (laughs) add binaural songs to any other compilation? Look, they should. 
they absolutely should. But Bidaral was not one that they kept around for very long. Uh, I ended up taking Grievance. Hey, it qualifies. This song is 2000. This song is those gray gray cardboard CD holders. This song (laughs) is that tour. It's perfect. Almost every one of them. The third song in. Yeah, after. After like uh, I think it was corduroy on that that boom, 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 boom like just that that drum in in the beginning of a set just murders you you know. One of the most underappreciated uh, studio tracks that they've done, and then I saw it uh, when they did Letterman that year. I was at that, and it was fucking great. And uh, I think they probably played it at every show I went to that year, so it's awesome. Life, it's alive. I think we got like 16 out of fight right now, or 14. Um, yeah, early on, I, I hit on uh release from, from Let's Play 2. So let's go back to that well and see if we can uh we can get something here. Uh, I have a release again this time from, from PJ20 from, from Italy 2006, just a special performance. It really was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, this is it. This is the best one. Yeah, I mean, the, the reason I didn't go, and I know the the all of the backstory with Live On, or Let's Play 2, it, it, but some of that was, like, from the... almost the movie production of it. The, the PJ20 version is just absolutely, absolutely incredible. And just it's it's hard to like i stop in my tracks when i see that come on serious when they're playing it i just stop i turn every all attention off to anything and and listen to it and i've listened to that version probably several hundred times i would imagine (laughs) yeah if you haven't seen release in an open air venue and cried along with it i highly recommend damn i've only been in enclosed (laughs) <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. I've seen I've seen release already. All right, MPJ twenty. How many did we get on that one? Did that one three. qualify? Four. That was three. 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 All right, Curtis. I have Untitled and MFC from Las Vegas. That was why I didn't. Ha- that's why I had didn't vote for the other one. I had. Yeah. This one was the two pack because it was from the same show. Mm-hmm. Whereas on on uh, live on two legs, it was from two different shows. So yeah, I figured I'd give it. Yeah, I'd give it a little bump on this one. Fair enough. Yeah, I hate to leave out MFC, but uh, the the first ever untitled is the one. Two. All right, Bradley. Oh, uh, let's see. I don't have that many left. Um, let's do another late era song that um, it turned. It was on Pearl Jam twenty, and um, not necessarily my favorite song, but I did think it was a very good performance. And I'm a big SNL fan, so I have the "Just Breathe" from that. 
Just Breathe was a song that I wanted to really get onto my list. And uh, spoiler alert, but there's an MSG version, a show that I was at, and I didn't take that. And sure. I think it's it's good representation for a song, especially nowadays, that kind of is for a different. And I'm not saying that it's like less male dominated than female dominated, but I, I think it is. It, essentially is i know i'm backtracking my words and stuff like that so i don't sound like an idiot but um you, you know you need you need the love song you do need the love song so i'm glad it got represented which version of this i picked the one from um uh pearl gem 20 okay yeah the snl a very very worthy attempt of them to try and pull in some more normies yeah all right unfortunately it goes into the trash all right joey okay um i'm gonna do this one here and if there is one person who votes for it too i'm gonna be amazingly surprised but i debated whether i should even include this and i was like you know what i love it so much it should be on there and i think it it symbolizes and brings forward kind of some of the the fun the fun aspects of the compilations or at least the reason why i really ever go back to them relative to the bootlegs and it is things like um like this song which is let me sleep from the steps of, at verona both eddie and mike on acoustic guitars that was my number 22 i had i had it on my list and then it was one of my final cuts God, it's but so i very risky pick Terrific. But that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. It's good. And like you said, it's a very fun song. It's 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 cool. And I just like the song anyways, but that was a really cool stripped down version of it. Yeah, another one where the visuals make the song the performance. I feel but. guilty because I didn't know that we could actually pick that one because I didn't feel that it was actually I thought that just fell under like weird sound check and I love it, but I didn't think that was <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the I mean, dilemma that's, that i had with monkey wrench uh for do the evolution i'm like yeah this was live but they're not playing in front of anybody so is this yeah. actually you know so yeah. i mean it is one of the best versions to do the evolution ever but all right patrick um i will be looking to pull one of my last ones off the board um because I do have a few more left. And this this one ended up on here twice. Uh, so I'm going to go with Daughter from Live on Two Legs at Constitution Hall uh, with the Rockin' in the Free World WMA tag. That was really tough. And look, I didn't take any doubles of songs. That was really, really tough to leave off. I think, honestly, gun to my head, I might even like that version better than, than the touring band one. Oh, no, no. No, no. Well, I get the, I get the, the significance is way, way more important at Jones Beach. I fully agree with that. And that's why I took it. But as far as like listening to like the tag of rocking in the free world is, I think, my favorite tag that they've ever done on daughter like that specific one. So, yeah, I, I, as far as performance goes, I might like that one better, even though it's OK is one of the best. Right. Yeah. My favorite tag is yet to make it out on some type of quote unquote official release um, or at least the ones that uh, were really great in 1998. So we'll we'll hope that someday they come out. 
All right. We're ticking down here for you, aren't we, Randy? One. There we go. The last one. one. Uh, I think somebody played this before, but this one's from Touring Ben. And this is a show that I just love. It's just, I, I talked about a lot of 2000 shows lately, how they're just super fast and super tight and the band is just on for 25 songs two hours even less sometimes that there it's just a whirlwind of a show whirlwind of performances and i think one of the fastest songs in their catalog i I couldn't leave it off uh go from boise Mm. well Sometimes you win, sometimes you... That was my only one. That was my only one out of this group, I think. So not not bad to, to have that on your last one. I was going to say, like, if you're going to have one that only has one, that's the one. Mm-hmm. How many more times can I say one, John? <laughs> this is my last one. <laughs> so uh, you can say it one more time. Uh, no, this is one that, uh, again, from Let's Play 2... And it was a surprise early on in the set. And it was just a really, really fun moment. Really got that show off to a, to a good early start. It's a better man from Let's Play 2. Oh, that feeling of I'm all alone. I wish. All alone. This is how, this is how sick the choices are here. I yep. was there. It was like goosebumps. It's so, like just an amazing moment and probably not in my top 30 here unfortunately <laughs> it's great yeah it's crazy because you three were there for all of those performances right that's right so that's yeah. got to be really tough to you know weed out what should be in and what shouldn't be like that separating personal experience from you know turning something right. on that's i mean yeah. that's why I, t- I took the better man one from msg because i remember that moment i remember looking around at the the entire crowd singing when nobody was playing and yeah it was just i, I get that all right curtis it's also my last one um this probably doesn't belong on the top 10 but i wanted to get it on air here. Um, This is like something that was just, just put together specifically for me. Eddie Vedder wrote a song about the Cubs and he played it (laughs) at Wrigley field. And then they fucking won the world series that year. Like it's a dream. And on top of that game five at Wrigley field is my birthday. And he sung the seventh inning stretch. Like it's surreal. And we're driving home from a concert last night. It's like 1.30 AM, me and my buddies. And I talked about, I'm like, this, is this a freaking dream? So, um, all the way. And that's fine. And that's fine. That's fine. I, to- I, on here. I totally would have chosen it if it somehow was the 2013 version that's the only thing right that back. i associate yeah. yeah i associate this song with that version so much more i just feel like yeah. just the musically itself and all of that um but it is it is just too perfect and, and it's in its own way so i'm glad it got included i knew there was enough of a chicago contingent here that would that would bring it up at least so i'm glad it was 
I'm I'm a way I'm a like 250 mile away uh, mile away suburb, but <laughs> spiritually, Eastern spiritually. Iowa, yeah. <laughs> when Ed right. writes his Mets at anthem, Patrick and I will will we'll vote for we'll, it. We'll roll, we'll, we'll roll over in our graves. Okay. <laughs> they, didn't they already write indifference? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! You're not wrong, but it stings. All right, uh, Bradley, you still have a chance at three here. Uh, well, I have a song from Let's Play Two. Also, another one, you know, where I was there. I don't think there's going to be much support for this because uh, it was a song that was brought up already. Um, I know some people have multiples, but I just I have Go from Let's Play Two. I know it got some love on some of the other ones, but I didn't expect it to get much on this one, but I really like this version. One of my very last cuts. A very, very, very good version. Joey? Um, okay, so um, going from my last selection here. Um, again, I just kind of since since we had them on there i just i i enjoyed the fact that um they existed and there was something i could pick and show love to so on the same kind of note as as let me sleep but you know a little bit more mainstream than that um do the evolution from monkey ranch radio <laughs> like i said it's the best version of do the evolution but without the crowd that is the one thing that yeah yeah How many versions of? I think I think three. three yeah, I think we got three goes. I think we got three do the evolutions. We had two daughters. Yep. We have zero alives, by the way. Crazy. Out of I think three that were on this, unless one of you two are going to pick it. Yeah. All right, Patrick. I I'm at this point. Can I just clear out everything? <laughs> there's no so, way yeah you know what since since there yeah. are no qualifying songs go for it there's yep. yeah there's no way any of these are going to qualify so um i'm going to go in order of where i have them nothing man from live on two legs um thin air from touring band wait uh, on that one and then uh black from let's play two and even flow from touring band mm, nope <laughs> nobody saved you so, I would have no. taken thin air, except uh, a couple oh, certain no. podcast hosts talked about how mid tier it was. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I ignored that. Well I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm glad that I convinced somebody. <laughs> you want to just dump out whatever you got left, Bradley? Sure. Um, I did throw in a live on there, and this was more or less uh, to kind of show the you, you know, the evolution of them live. And I picked the one from Pearl Jam 20, the one from 1990. I know it's not the greatest version of the song, but I thought it was a cool enough to maybe if you were trying to show somebody, oh, okay, Joey's got it too. So uh, just, just, you know, I thought it'd be kind of neat to show people like how far they've come in their and, you know, over their career. Yeah, so that was, th that was close. That was close for me. Historical there, purposes, you know, isn't there a hitch in the recording somewhere? Like, doesn't it like, break out and i know like that's the only performance that we know of from that show but and we'll take whatever we got but like I yeah know, but i mean for for me it's just like if that doesn't that doesn't take away from just the fact that it, 
it exists and we can listen to it. Right. Like yeah. that, that's, that's what pushed me over the edge ultimately to, to putting it on. My yeah. And I was kind of like amazed at how it still sounds so much similar to what you get nowadays. Obviously there's not as much of a shredding guitar solo and all that, but it still seemed to, you know, be pretty much, you know, 90% the same, you know, 30 years later. So I thought that was just kind of cool. Um, another one that I'm assuming no one else has was the uh, thumbing my way from Pearl Jam 20. I had that too. Oh, hey, <laughs> oh, Joey, I thought you dumped. Wow. No, no. I have, I have, well, now I only have one more left. Oh, but. okay. Well, let's yeah, see right, if I'll well, match it. Yeah. Okay. Well, is it, does it happen to be off he goes from live on two legs? It does not. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would have been crazy. Yeah. Um, and then I do have one last one was I had, Everybody threw a bunch of rear view mirrors out there, and I put the rear view mirror from Live on Ten Legs as my list with a secondary Pearl Jam Twenty as a backup rear view mirror, kind of so to speak. But the Live on Ten Legs was the one that I chose, but I could easily be swayed on any of the other ones. So, all right, just for fun, your last one, Joey. Yeah, uh, I, I picked the um, Luke and Not for You pairing from Touring Band you know, either both of them or, or one of each of them. I just think it's cool and very demonstrative of that era. So I was able to have that one make it, but that's it for me. All right. So everybody's out and, uh, you know, two, yeah, two unanimous is really good for six like that. I mean, you hit them early, but it's still that for six people that is good so you got crown of thorns and inside job are in unanimously do you guys want to tackle which fives you want to take or do you want to start the other way with your threes there's only three fives i think i'm these all have to be in in my opinion i I can't see an argument where any of them would not get in yeah same i agree all right so I grab. thought we were going to have better, more discussions and fights. And <laughs> oh, just wait, is... just wait. And so there's that the you're fights. halfway there now. So there's only two fours by my count. If you don't mind me, what were the three fives? I've lost. I only wrote down two of them and I'm not sure which one I missed. Okay. I'm just trying to keep track for the argument's mm-hmm. sake. Better man, Madison square garden. Uh-huh. Um, daughter from 2000. Okay. And release from let's play two. Gotcha. Thanks. No problem. And so then the fours, there's two here. So I assume that both of these are not going to be automatic. Not for you and Red Mosquito. Anybody want to chime in to make their case for one of those? I want to chime in on one thing because there's a glaring omission in the top 10 and that's no live on two legs song in there yet. So Justin, why don't you go over what live on two legs songs are in this list and All we right. figure out at least one to go in. Right, so let's see, I've got well, one of them is red mosquito. Yeah, I, red that's mosquito. that's the four. That. That's the four. Yeah. That's... You think that's easily, do you think that should be in the top 10? That we both said knocked us over with a feather. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't have any versions of even flow that made it. And that this is, if, if you're trying to say, see Mike McCready live, this is it. Yeah. Yeah, you can get that on inside job too, but I I agree. I definitely agree that R- Red Mosquito would work for that. Two very different vibes of McCree. Uh-huh. Right, so we're going to get them both? Both the fours? 
Well, uh, we didn't talk about not, not for, for you. you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> my I bad. think I think we hold on to not for you for a sec because remember, yeah. like they're not going to see 1995 Pearl Jam. You know, yeah. it's good to have that right. on the list. It, it's good to see what the intensity was like back then. But let's just let's just hold that thought. Yeah. So, so, but get. Red Mosquito is going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 We're at six now. Here, let me switch these around. So I can look at it more better. All right. Um, ooh, okay. There's a lot of threes here. So I've got uh, Corduroy from Live on Two Legs, Given to Fly from 2000, Grievance from 2000. I got shit, which you guys uh, corrected me on last time. <laughs> 2000. Uh, In Hiding, Live on 10 Legs, Nothing As It Seems, Pearl Jam 20, uh, Nothing Man 2000, Rearview, Pearl Jam 20. Release Pearl Jam 20, Unthought Noon uh, from Live on 10 Legs, Untitled from Live on 10 Legs, and I think that's it for the threes. Yep. Release, release is obviously gone, right? That's yeah. 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 Has yeah. To I, wanna, I wouldn't want to put two on there. All right. So we'll lose that one. Now, here's my question to you guys. What is the one song that not not just version? What's the one song after out of this list right here that out of any live Pearl Jam should be shown to somebody? Just just song wise. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I that was that was either one or number two for me. So, yeah. Yeah, I I was going to say Rearview Mirror Corduroy. So that same. Yeah, maybe, those are those are the pull. two that I'm looking at. Probably both need to be on there. Right. Review. And... Why are we agreeing on everything? Yeah. Because <laughs> we're smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we, what we learned from last time was that we kind of all know each other's taste now. We got upset with with one another because we were just like, wait a minute, my how do you not know like the same songs that I like? And now we're like, oh, okay, we're everybody knows each other's picks kind of and, and it makes sense i don't know which river mirror was it that we pushed through the pj21 2009 gotcha. all right so now you're down to your last two so we're right river mirror this is I'm gonna, like the same thing i'm gonna throw <laughs> yeah. out a, a weird one and one that i didn't pick but looking at this i'm gonna throw out unthought known from live on 10 legs that's a that's a low-key song that's much better live than on the record. I think it probably deserves a spot on this list. Maybe. I mean, I would second that in that what else from post 2006 could even really be sure. discussed for being included. And that is a sick version of that song. Yep. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I think I could, I could be wrong about this. Somebody could disagree with me on this, but I feel like that's, we can kind of, right off live on 10 legs with that song at least for now like i i well, think that, that we have in just hiding two, too. just in hiding and unknown well here, here's right. the thing within un- and, i mean i voted for both so yeah here's the thing within hiding that almost doesn't give it a place is that you know when you're looking at this list and you think okay we need a rare song we kind of yeah. have three we have crown of yeah. thorns which is both rare and cover we have yeah. Inside job, which I I consider to be rare. It's a it's a you know it's a deep cut on an album that doesn't get a lot of love anymore. 
And then I would definitely consider Red Mosquito to be rare. Uh, 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 yeah. Rare. Yeah. <laughs> so is and look, I love this version of In Hiding. And I think it getting to the conversation was pretty important for it. And would love to see some yield up there. And we still have given a fly that we could talk about. But is, does this one go? I would rather In Hiding. But <laughs> I think I think Unthought Known is a better representation of how they're how they're different live than on record. I agree with that. That's, is, our goal, yeah. is our goal a companion for someone who's doesn't know the you know what I mean? Like to get somebody ready or hey, here comes a bootleg for an upcoming show. Like is that the goal here or is it like what are the sickest songs? Because those are two very different answers. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, he, I think there's a lot of goals to be honest with you, and I think we just like if there were ten goals, what ten goal, what ten check marks are we yeah. checking off? You know, or I, and, think, we- I didn't pick that in hiding, and I, you know, have not been um, holding back on my lack of love for live <laughs> on ten legs, but that version exemplifies what happens among the Pearl Jam faithful when they hear a song that they desperately want to hear and they take it over in a venue. And it's hard to let that go in that regard. Like that's, it's not a song that they've even played a hundred times yet. And yet that gets played and the entire venue explodes and starts to sing along with it because they listen to it incessantly waiting for that moment that they're going to be there at a show where it gets played. So you guys have two left. It, what I'm hearing is, is in hiding or unthought. Is it in hiding or unthought known, or is there a way for both? No, I think we're, just one. No, not record. Both. Okay. I think we're thinking about trying to have representation from this album that is kind of limited. And certainly both of them is maybe not the way to go. I think just listening to this conversation, what it comes down to for me is that there is, there is something that both unthought known and in hiding are in a live setting overall in terms of all of their versions together. Um, You know, like the themes of their two, you know, evolution episodes theoretically would be, both very significant and something that you'd want to present to um, someone who's getting ready to go see them live. But my, I, I, I feel like that version of unthought known matches more of what it is ultimately than in hiding does when we're talking about these two specific versions next to each other. I think that um, in hiding this version of in hiding leaves a bit more to be desired relative to the best versions of in hiding more so than Unthought Known does next to the best versions of Unthought Known. Mm-hmm. Is the panel sold? That's fair. I, look, I am I'm not gonna like the feather line, you know, like either either of these I'm totally fine with. Same here, you know? I should say that, but yeah. yeah. But it what seems like eighth? Unthought Known has a little bit more backing to it. What was the eighth song that we already had? Because I had Crown, Inside Job, Daughter, Better Man, Release, Red Mosquito, Rearview Mirror. 
Corduroy. Corduroy. Oh, Corduroy is going from which? Uh, L2L. <laughs> okay. You're first overall. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll shut up then. <laughs> L4L. We obviously yeah. copied, which <laughs> usually is like the first thing out of my mouth when I say live on two legs, but I figured for this one, just, just take a back seat with that. And now you're down to your last one then. So this is unthought. Unthought. So we did settle on unthought known. That's what it sounded like to me. But uh, yeah, I, I am but yeah. a humble host. <laughs> yeah, I think it's got to be that now that I think after after everything that's been said. Well, hey, we can we can keep in hiding in the conversation. We got one left. Sure. sure. Yeah, sure. I think this is probably where all the major fights break out. <laughs> Yeah, is what 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 makes it in last out of a pretty long list. So, can we get rid of any of these? Uh, can we get rid of not for you, or should we? Keep no, it no, I Ooh. like no. that was one that okay. got four. So I <laughs> no, I'm. I'm the, do we the, get I'm, rid I'm, of? Sorry, do we get rid of untitled? Being that it's more like I hate to say gimmicky because that's not the right word, but it's it's kind of incomplete maybe without and then see does that does that make a difference i see where you're coming from i I feel like there's enough here in the top 10 already that you can kind of explain what pearl jam's history is uh, alongside of great performances and i guess you don't quite need untitled to talk about their history it's it's an important part but I think better man and daughter it's okay. And inside jabber are, are there for that. I think for me, it comes down to it's either given to fly. Not for you in hiding. Maybe nothing as it seems, but those, those three it's given to fly. I mean, even, you know, the video aspect of it, not being there, notwithstanding still like, like you guys said, still a very good performance. So I think given to fly, not for you or in hiding are probably the top three. The rest of them, I would say you made it as far. Well done. I would like to take a stand for nothing, man. We don't have a lot of sing-alongs. Better man, better man we have, but (laughs) I know I'm contradicting myself, Uh, Uh, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking like nothing man is a different kind of sing along. It's kind of in the same sense of like an elderly woman where it's, it's a little bit more toned down. And and the explanation that you could have for it being in the top 10 is that this could show up in the first three songs and be sort of the warm up to when you get the corduroys and animals and hail hails kind of songs. And it's a way to kind of break bread with the crowd. And, and when it does, it's really one of the best moments in the show. And I've, again, I absolutely love this version and I think it would be, look, we only have one touring band on here. That's, <laughs> it's kind of criminal, but from I, Seattle touring band feels right too. Yeah. If right? we're going to go criminal, we do not have any performance that does not include Matt Cameron. <sighs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Even though they were limited, they were limited. In they're this, they're but, limited. And that's a, but he I has, tried to he has been the drummer for, 24 years now and he will be the drummer you're not for the gonna, next 24 years right you're not gonna get jack uh jack irons fill in for a whole tour you know well, what i mean 
it's it's not like it's not like Josh Klinghoffer just gets thrown on the the end of the street for uh, John Frashani. No, I know. But it's part of Pearl Jam's live experience is that they they had a time before 1998. And I I understand that someone that's going to go to a show this year is not going to hear that. But part of their live experience existed before 1998. Yeah, that's that is yeah. fair. Absolutely fair. Yeah, I will agree with that. I remember I was one of the people pushing for not for you in the last the championship edition, and Trevor Price got through. Make it. Yeah, and so I'm all for it making this edition. Yeah, no, I and in the past it's been more by uh, what I say than what I do when it comes to demonstrating that Vitalogy is my favorite album. And this time it'll be by actually what I do. Cause I, I feel like it, it has to be not for you for a variety of reasons already described here. Like the, um, yes, it is very much of its time, but I think that current performances, you know, the, yes, like obviously seeing seeing the band perform their older songs is a demonstration of like is a is a telling is a, is a storytelling of its history to an extent but i feel like not for you just as a song is more of a time machine than so many of their other songs yeah in the way that it takes you back to um what it originally is even now so out of all the songs well all the versions that are kind of more historic in nature um I feel like we can put that one on here and be okay. Knowing that I feel like, I feel like current versions of of not for you are more ingrained. Um, This or this is more engraved in in current performances of not for you than some older performances of other songs are in in current performances of them. Let's bring up the, the elephant in the room here. We haven't talked about giving a fly and it's look, the spontaneity of the moment. And, you know, I think that some of these have uh, that look, I think I mentioned that inside job has a little kind of what that is inviting somebody onto the stage and, and sort of making it about something else rather than Pearl jam. And that's what given a fly was, but given a fly uh, definitely is the example of anything can happen at a Pearl Jam show. Why don't we make this easier? I, th- I think I think Untitled, I Got Shit, Nothing As It Seems, and Grievance are probably out, right? That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. See ya, but thank you for your service. What do we do now? Justin? What are you hearing? So here's, I mean, here's what I'm hearing is it's down to not for not for you. Actually, to be honest, it sounds like it's not for you versus given the fly. Um, kind of where yeah. I'm sitting. From where I'm sitting, um, I don't know if anybody has final thoughts on on that or wants to throw because technically, nothing man in in hiding are still alive, but um. Yeah, they're just they're they're three and four, unfortunately. Yeah, so these are yeah. Does anybody want to uh give final thoughts? The final push for this is this is a rough one. This who would have guessed that number 10? Maybe yeah. we should have done the uh 
final say. Tune to fly is like a, it's a perfect moment, but like, like, is it a perfect fit for this playlist? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Not for you. The one little hesitation I have for it is it's like, this is this perfect nineties version and you ain't getting that this year. Yeah, you know, that's... we're trying to have a companion for that. Not for you is long gone. You're not um, going to get that with Given to Fly either because they play it a thousand times too fast now. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Point taken. Yeah, And and like we brought up earlier, I kind of think that one of the big major pushes for Given to Fly is the, the visual companion. And if we're giving someone a playlist, that wouldn't be part of it. And as you know, and I had Given to Fly on my, you know, on my list. I, I think it's a g- good version of the song and it's a very cool moment. Um, but again, we're just giving people most likely, or like in, in theory, we'd be giving person uh, a playlist, an audio version, and that just on the music alone. Show them YouTube, you know? Yeah, that's well, true. That is true. Can't we, what if we turn this into Spinal Tap and turn it up to 11? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> has that ever happened in deep program uh, yeah. history before? Let's do it, baby. It happens a lot. It's called the Fredo rule, and that's why I came up with Final Tap. <laughs> So we wouldn't ever do that ever again. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> totally, uh, totally, totally. I right. mean, what I love is it's come down to kind of this weird faulty, like, like final two. Cause it's like, do we rather give the song that is a version that you definitely are not going to experience now? Or are you going to present the moment that you can't see? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, and honestly, not Why for not you more? as visual too. Although you get right to an extent, there's that too. Yes, right. Although you get what you want out of just listening to that song, and you you absolutely feel it. It still has the visual edge to it. I think a lot of these versions probably have better man as visual edge. Uh, um, Daughter, it's okay as visual edge. Inside job, crown of thorns. All of these are just as amazing visual moments as they are audio moments and honestly you're not going to a show and just listening to the band you're watching them too final tap final <laughs> tap <laughs> what i'm hearing here though is to me again sitting in this chair listening to everybody talk it's it sounds much more positive for not for you than given to fly I think should we go half, around the horn i think it's half and half i don't yeah I think we probably just got to go around the horn because I think right. it's split. We can, we can try it. I mean, there's not really a wrong answer though. That's the, yeah. Ulti- ultimately, like if we, if we tie, fun, we either of these will be fine, but if we tie, do we go to 11? That's the <laughs> you guys really want to kill me. Don't you? That's fine. <laughs> Uh, it's just it's killing us that's the problem is, yeah. is there anything is there anything on the nine that's already made it that barely squeaked by that we would consider yeah, did we just let something in that we probably shouldn't have i mean right. that well we can go back to red mosquito no no, no. you sure See, that's the problem i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but do we have we have a mic moment in some of these songs corduroy is a mic moment unthought no. known has mic moments I, yeah like, no. Of the things on the list, I would almost say the corduroy. I would leave. I would pull off corduroy over red mosquito of the stuff that's on there. Don't you dare! No, (laughs) I I wasn't gonna say it because I was blaming it on being too salty that the let's play two version didn't get any votes. 
Um, because that was out of all out of all my trashes, that's the only one that 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 did like kind of upset me. But I mean, yeah, if 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 that's gonna be said, then I won't I won't voice against it. Oh, Randy's putting his foot down now. Yeah. All right, so I would say just go around the horn, not for you giving a fly, and we'll see what happens at the split. (laughs) So, Randy? Give it a fly. John? Give it a fly. Mm. Curtis? Give it a fly. Bradley? I'm going to go not for you. Yeah. Joey? Not for you. And Patrick. <laughs> Not for you. Oh, okay. Shit. Why did we okay? Wait, hold on. Why did we why did we vote one after the other? That was really dumb. We could we just for d- drama. Drama. Yeah. I know, yeah. but I mean we we it seemed that seemed too good to be true. <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel like John was kind of hold, holding his cards really ho- uh close to the chest. Like I wasn't sure yeah, that, that felt like the wild card there. You know, so yeah, close, close. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. We had and the coin. I, we had the coin toss on pie tasters. We did. <laughs> <Want a> coin <laughs> toss? I don't have a coin this time. Uh, hmm. Let's see if I can get one. This is a coin toss situation. Can I? Can I just throw something out there? And it's probably going to cause more chaos, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Let's Are we please, really going to choose unthought known over given to fly and not for you? That that's that's hard, but I think we have to have some represented representation of recent Pearl Jam. I don't think we have to. I feel yeah, like that we, should be said. It's we sh- did it we on the regular on you know championship edition or whatever. We didn't have anything post that was, yield. That it's, was one it, of our biggest tough decisions. Was yeah, yeah, and I mean. That's and that's funny because every single one of these songs so far is a Matt Cameron one. So Matt Cameron had his redemption. Yeah. John, you stuck up for Unthought Known. But but none of well, only one of them was yeah, written with, un- with Matt Cameron. He just performed on all these songs, <laughs> you know. Yeah, un- Unthought Known is in. We we're we're not taking that off. That it absolutely deserves to be here. It's it's one of the best, like like I said, one of the best translated live songs from their from the last half of their catalog, like it has really turned into something um, really good live. that's elevated above uh, the studio version, probably the best song on that record. Um, so yeah, it yeah, deserves to be in. Absolutely. All right. So Randy's got the coin and we'll go the other end. Patrick, you'll call it in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fun. Ed's. Did we decide which was which? <laughs> we did, we not. did not. Well, we did. since Patrick called it, I, th- I would assume Patrick's co- vote, his head yeah. would be not for you. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Virginia corner, and that's where it landed. What does that oh, mean? For, <laughs> for Justin. For Justin, of course. Hey. So Tails meant given to fly then, right? It did. Yes. I revolt. <laughs> revolt. Matt Cameron with the clean sweep. All right. Revolt we of the got, drummers. We in got a, there. In a way, it only it only made sense. <laughs> Down to a coin toss. Uh, so here we go. We got Crown of Thorns from uh, 20. Inside Job from Let's Play 2. Better Man from 20. 
Daughter from 2000, Release from Let's Play 2, Red Mosquito from Live on Two Legs, Corduroy from Live on Two Legs, Rearview Mirror for Rearview Mirror. That was fun. From Pearl Jam 20, uh, Unthought Known from 10 Legs, and then Given to Fly from 2000. And Patrick is revolting, but we have our 10. <laughs> Oh. There you have it. You guys have done it. And I have sat gleefully laughing as you guys tore <laughs> each other apart. It was good times. I'm glad somebody was entertained. <laughs> now, now the project is your homework at home, listener, is to take these 10 songs and make the best set list possible out of these 10. Mm. So we can put together the playlist in order of what people should be listening to. So. Of course, release needs to be last, right? <laughs> ha. Anyway, this was a, this is a, another great experiment, and I thank every single person that joined us. The Trashy Six will live in infamy, go down in history as one of, uh, you know, something that I pride myself so much on for Live on Four Legs that I, I really seriously love doing both of these when, when we did them and, and honestly, any other opportunity that we get to do it, like I'm, I'm on board, even if it's like take every live on four legs show that we've covered and do the same thing that we did originally with championship edition, just with live on four legs. And we got a, we got a 200th episode that's happening this year <laughs> and we're going to be well over 200 because of Patreon stuff and all that. But like that's something to think about for the future. And it, we'd probably need to have some preliminary rounds, but it's, it's just a suggestion, Justin, you know, y- you came up with the, de- the deprogram platform and this is one of the funnest games. I like going on your podcast sometimes and I like more than I like going on mine. Uh, it's just like, yeah. And honestly, hey. for any- <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on his podcast just as much as i'm with you on it's true it's true <laughs> so and i suggest to anybody that has a band that they want and honestly justin just sell them on the show why me you sell them well i'm just saying listen to my energy can't you tell how high energy i am (laughs) (laughs) play with me no it's the conversation that they just had we have with every band and like you know it's it's a conversation of 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 what we love about these bands and it's it, it it almost always is me learning a band and talking to people that love the band and so like i'm finding out stuff about the band from people who really, really love them. And then, you know, we talk about song choices and stuff. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun and it really changes the way you listen to a band and uh, Bradley and Patrick, we'll get you in there. Uh, <laughs> I know. Wilco. Yes. Wilco is in. happening. It'll be a six person panel, but it, <laughs> <laughs> it will happen. It's going to happen. All the Billy Bragg albums. <laughs> are, the, are those going to be in it too? We haven't we'll decided yet. Okay. <laughs> it's like 25 albums to go through. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, I mean, it, it's a lot of stuff. There is a lot of stuff. Long stuff, too. Yeah. Just come play in my sandbox is what I'm getting at. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Justin, we'll, we'll post the sign-up for your deprogrammed. Uh, there's a sign-up list. There's tons of bands that don't have that have only one person representing like them right now. Of and them are John. 
<laughs> pretty much yeah um so if and honestly if you think of a band that you don't think has enough respect put them on the board and you know what john or i or curtis or or anybody here may say i'll give them a chance i'll do it let's do the show you convince me let's figure out a 10 for them that that's the fun part. I like mm-hmm. going through the bands. I don't know as much, just as much as the going through the bands I love. So uh, definitely, if you haven't listened to the, to deprogrammed yet, uh, go and find it. It's easy to find. It's everywhere that we are. So yeah. it's a fun listen. I, I'm a fan as well. I really enjoy listening. I, I, I was a big fan of uh, Curtis being the deciding vote for pretty fly for a white guy on the episode. <laughs> Nice. Nice. Good callback. Song <laughs> <laughs> is terrible. Uh, I, I was. I knew that was going to happen in the end. I was just. I was cringing so much on that. But I think you guys picked the right number one yeah, on great. that one. Anyway, uh, thank you to everybody once again. Roll call here. Randy Sobel over here. John Farrar over there. Curtis Hames up in the corner. Bradley Piasecki somewhere down in the middle. Joey Goodsir on the left and Patrick Bogle in the middle and Justin Wilson all around the world. And to everybody listening, have fun at the shows. Enjoy yourself. This is the first time in two years that we've had. Well, it's really the first time in six years that we've had arena shows in North America. Just take this time, treasure them, be with your friends, enjoy yourself, enjoy the music. And Play this playlist when you're in the car, too, because it's a good playlist because we made it. So and we obviously know the most about Pearl Jam. Just just saying. But anyway, let's close this one out. This may be the end. We're here, but not for much longer. And although we may be parting ways, miss you already. Miss you. (laughs) Miss you. (laughs) already. I miss you already. And I miss you always. I'll keep that in. That won't get edited. So. Hopefully uh, to see you out on, on the tour and wishing for the best. We'll see you next time. Nature's working with us tonight. I think it's, uh, we learned it. We learned it. Is there a guy named John in the front? Where's John? Just want to point out someone here in front because he was the first guy in line two days ago. Four days ago. Yeah.
I'm going to stand here with you. So, uh, I'm going to give you a part. So I say, it's okay. And you say, it's okay.